Welcome back, Beards Watch Podcast, episode 295, Charleston One Podcast recording the basement, and we're back. You know, the podcast started on Game of Thrones breakdown episodes, we continued all the way through the end of that, it's been a hiatus since the last episode aired on that, and we are here with, I guess, the Game of Thrones umbrella, now House of the Dragon, but before we break down to the episodes, the guests that are joining me, we got Cam, we got Lurs. Cam, it's been a while, so I'll let you start off, man. How you doing? Been good, been good. Uh, staying busy. Uh, been hyped for House of the Dragon. Uh, been waiting a really long time for it, so glad we can definitely get into the weeds here and uh, talk about it. Absolutely. And where can people find you on the socials if you want to be found? If they want to find me, you can find me at All Out of Favors on Instagram and on Twitter. All right, all right. And Lurs. He was a stalwart there at the last couple seasons of Game of Thrones on joining in for our breakdown. So hit him up today. Hopefully he can join for other episodes as well. But Lurz, man, how you doing? Oh, doing good. Doing good, man. Just nice. chilling. Excited. Exciting time of the year, you know. Game it of is. Thrones, football. I know. Nice. Those Sundays where it's going to be a, a football game, football day and then Thrones are going to – you got to pace yourself. Oh yeah, that's that's gonna be uh, it's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fun. <laughs> yeah, I think we've got uh, this upcoming week, and then the following week, and then that uh, September 11th is when the first Sunday with Thrones of football goes, and it'll be quite the doozy. Hopefully, you know, depending on how the your team does that day, it will depend on how you know you go into the episode. Absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. <laughs> Uh, and, and us being Panther fans with a sucky season last year, I don't think we have to worry about any Sunday night games interacting with Thrones, so we're, we're good no. and gravy on that. Cam, I know you're a Steelers fan, so I don't know what their schedule looks like at all. But I'm actually looking at the schedule right now to see if there was going to be any conflicts, but I think we're, we're good for a little okay. while. Yeah, nice, while. nice. Yeah, I think, I think the last, it's, you know, 10 weeks, I think it's like mid-October-ish when uh, Thrones is done, or House of the Dragon's done, so it should be good there. But, uh, Lurz, where can you be found on socials if you want to be found? Uh, Harold J. Anderson on Twitter, Lurz Mania, Instagram, same old, same old. All right. For me, J. Real Nation, Twitter and Instagram, The Beards Watch Podcast, Facebook, The Beards Watch, Instagram, and then, you know, YouTube, they see me rolling with all our brew reviews. Now, you know, our most popular videos are Panthers reaction videos, Game of Thrones reaction videos. I have... I finally found the formula on those Game of Thrones. HBO only allows you like less than a minute for fair use on using their video. So I had this nice video. old yeah the video. So I had the nice old because everyone always complained when I did the Game of Thrones reaction ones. Like why don't you show what you guys are watching instead of just writing it? And I did that, and all the other like the one that has the most views is still active. The other ones got blocked because HBO got real crazy. So. I was able to chop it up, and it's luckily it's good to go there now. So our House of the Dragon reaction, we'll do that all season as well. That'll be a doozy when we do a Panthers reaction and a House of, House of uh, the Dragon reaction same little day. double dose. Double dose. <laughs> a lot of, lot of editing, a lot of stuff going, but they're the bread and butter. They bring the viewers. They bring you know the comments and all that kind of stuff and the followers so, and the subscriptions. So subscribe to that if you hadn't. We've got all that good stuff. But let's get to the episode. Off the, off the rip. You know, what did you guys, what got you? Uh, go for it, go for it. I was just going to say, like, just, I was going to 
get into my mindset, I guess, a little bit before coming into it, considering yeah. how Game of Thrones ended. Like, I, my excitement wasn't, like, there. Like, I needed this episode, this to, like, prove to me. I still do, but, uh, like, as I started watching it more and more, I just felt, like, more excited and, like, I, I liked it. For yeah. a, good, a pilot episode, I thought it was very solid, and I'm definitely intrigued. Definitely yeah. intrigued, just on a general sense. Yeah, I, I mean, I hated how we all, we, we you know, you can go back and listen to how we broke down, I think, two and a half, almost three hours on that final episode of the of Game yeah. of Thrones altogether. Yeah. We broke it down because you can listen to our complaints there. But to, to piggyback off of Adam, I, you know, once they started, you know, it was nerve-wracking when they got rid of that first pilot they were doing. I can't remember what the story was about. They scrapped that. So you're like, okay. Yeah. And then they came with this one, and they started dropping teasers, and I was like, okay, okay. And then, luckily, you know, the writers that were involved in Game of Thrones were completely out of it. I mean, I think they're just, like, on an island somewhere because everybody's exiled them with how they destroyed that last season. Yeah. Last three seasons, to be, you know, more precise there. But, you know, I was all in. I was ready to give it a chance. It's good to be back in Westeros, and, you know, it's good now. It's, you know, when we were introduced to Game of Thrones, the Targaryens were at their lowest point, right? They're only... Two that we knew of from the jump episode one. Then we found the, you know, Ares' brother is there at the Night's Wash. And then after you find out Jon Snow is half and half. So you got like four total that you saw throughout the whole series. But this is like the mid-height of it. So to see them kind of dominate it all is a, is a different sway. But also the politics of Westeros, I think, what drives everybody in. What about you, Cam? Yeah, I tried to come in with an open mind because I do think that the pilot for Game of Thrones, uh, the original series, is one of the best pilots of just any TV show. Like yeah. The way they uh, set up the characters, you can uh, see kind of where the storyline's going, but you really have no idea what's about to happen. Uh, I just think it's phenomenal, so I tried to come in uh, to this one with just an open mind, just uh, understanding that it may not live up to that pilot. And instead of trying to compare it to the original Game of Thrones pilot, I really just wanted to enjoy it for what it was. Yeah. And I just had a lot of fun watching it. And I think that was kind of the most important thing, uh, not trying to critique it or uh, go too far into, you know, what was happening or characters, just like general enjoyment. And, uh, yeah, got a lot of things that I came away with. Yeah. I, I, I'm with you on that, too. You know, it just as I said, is cool. And I appreciate it, you know, as we're, I think everyone kind of is, is throwing the video, the, the episode on in the background while we're doing this, but interesting choice to go off the rip of just kind of a quick background. Hey, here's where we are. Cause the last we saw it, Westeros was destroyed and all that kind of stuff. Here's where we kind of are because the history is, again, none of us, I don't think are any of like the, the book nerds where we've got the whole, you know, set up, sprawled out, everything. I think we kind of know where the story's going. You can you can go down rabbit holes and piece parts together and figure it out if you really want to spoil it for yourself. But, you know, it's still cool to go back and tell these stories because I think there's so many of them that are out there. And to do this, I mean, just... And then the set kind of, okay, here we are. Show a little thing. And I know this one's going to be different because they're going to time jump, but it seems like in more of a positive manner than not necessarily... Uh, the Baratheon boy running from all those Nightwalkers all the way back to get help, you know, in, in, in three minutes of an episode, even though they took a whole episode to get down there kind of thing. But, yeah. uh, you know, just the characters I already, you know, it just, the perfect thing at Game of Thrones is not every everyone can be a hero, but they also have villainous sides 
because you can't yeah. be a perfect person. Because if you're perfect like Ned Stark, but even Ned Stark had some dark secrets, you're going to end up dying. So you got to what's you got to figure out your scale. And honestly, Ned may have had like the darkest of secrets. Yeah. <laughs> honestly, his secrets is probably what uh, led to you know the whole story of Game of Thrones really happening. Yeah. So that's true. Yeah. I feel you. That's true, yeah. If he if he probably would have just let some of those secrets out, he could have squashed a lot of the stuff, but he let it kind of fester. But, you know, going down to break it break it all, I mean, how did you guys like that? I mean, it seems like episode two, they're going to actually bring in the actual, their opening scene, you know? The, yeah. Because that was, Game of Thrones yeah. was known for that, going through that whole board and, and the map and stuff. See, I, I, I liked that they gave a little, you know, drop in, let us know when it's taking place, because even, like, coming into the episode i didn't exactly know how far it was you know yeah. so i think that was a nice little reminder um and then like you said uh there's a lot of characters already that like strike me i guess like the king's kind of a bitch yeah. you know he's gonna die <laughs> yeah, yeah. i kind of like and they're setting up all uh they're setting up his brother I think his name's Damon. Yeah. I kind of like him, even though like he's clearly bad. You know, he's gonna b- bring the bloodshed, so that's uh, that's exciting. I like the girl too, uh, the main girl. She kind of she kind of reminds me of Arya, so yep. that's obviously good because she was like my favorite character ever. And I mean, I think they did a good job going from like the like dialogue parts to like, the action parts. I think they split it very well, and I it wasn't. Like I'm confused, like obviously on the names and who actually is who because I don't, I didn't read the book and I don't know who all them are. But that's exciting, you know what I mean? Because yeah. I get to learn all this, and and it's exciting because I didn't start watching Game of Thrones till like three seasons left. So watching this live is pretty exciting as well. Yeah, and I love that. I mean, what they said, almost 10 million people watched it, and we could go into a whole other podcast about how with streaming now. You know, you can save up episodes and binge stuff, but there we've kind of lost that. Besides live sporting events, we've lost that. Hey, it's Sunday night or it's Thursday yeah. night or whatever. Appointment let's all, television. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pri- yeah, prime time appointment television. Let's sit down and all watch it together, so I can go to work Monday or whatever, and we can talk it all out, kind of thing. So having that back is also great because I feel like Game of Thrones really set that standard with hey. Everyone started jumping on it. Even like you said, Lurs, you were behind, but you knew you had to catch up for next whatever season you joined in, so you could talk about it, kind of thing. Yep. So, um, yep, exactly. And I did like those opening credit scenes or opening scenes where she's she's flying the dragon, and they're kind of showing you, hey, again, we know Westeros was destroyed, but here's everything that's still back. I mean, we saw the dragon pit when they were talking near the last seasons. It's obviously intact because that's where they're keeping all their dragons. And then them walking through the Red Keep and walking everywhere when that was all in shambles. You know, kind of just a little ode to, hey, I know you saw it in shambles last time. Here's where the, you know, the Clegane Bowl happened, but it's still intact over here now kind of thing. And definitely giving us, hey, 172 years before Daenerys was born is key because that kind of puts in perspective, all right, we're dealing with, you know, they didn't... You know, this is the middle of their empire, kind of the height of it, but they still didn't fall for 170-something years. So this kind of was the yeah. crux of where it started. It took a long time for it to fall, but it did happen. One thing I really enjoyed was uh, just kind of two quick minor details. One, the scaling of the dragons uh, in this show versus Game of Thrones, just to show you like 
how much larger they are, uh, I guess, 170 years back when the dynasty is at its prime, and two, the, uh, the Iron Throne itself. Yeah. I really like the design of it in comparison yeah. to the uh, previous one. Yeah. Which, you know, because it, it, it goes off of, in the books, how they when they conquered it all, it was all of those... The, the people he defeated in battle, so that's why it was there. And obviously it had been peeled back and peeled back for, you know, even in this one, it ha- there hasn't been a war, right? Like the the yeah. ho- homeboy's cousin yeah. who gets, um, who gets what, not chosen because her cousin's a male and she's sitting there, she had to marry one of the Valerians or whatever it was. I, again, I'm with Adam. I've, i got to remember all these names and stuff, but she kind of says these knights are fresh like they haven't seen battlefield so that's why they have to throw on these tournaments just to kind of entice their armies and stuff so like you said the height of it and this is also kind of i think when the the dragons have started getting smaller and smaller too right like that was the big thing is you saw how big was it balerion was that skull and everything and even if i don't know if you guys have seen on twitter like the size of the dragons and how much bigger he was than anything else but they did, you know, with the interbreeding yeah. and everything. And then there's that theory out there that the maesters are kind of helping them get smaller by doing certain things. So because they know if they don't want the Targaryens to rule forever, and we can get into some maester theories about maybe they're okay. the ones who who helped kill the baby. Yeah. I mean, I'm, okay, exactly, exactly. I mean, I, as soon as I saw that dude, I, I thought. Uh, I thought of the bald guy from the last one, the old, the old yep. uh, talk to the birdies guy. <laughs> uh, sorry. Yep. I don't trust him at all, but I didn't get necessarily Vissaris. He kind of had a good side to him, you know what I yeah. mean? Not like Littlefinger, but I didn't trust that ma- maester from the start, and I think that's uh, – I think you're onto something there. And, and we definitely should have saw – the mother dying this episode as soon as oh yeah i caught it on my second watch when when renara oh. is sitting there and she goes you know you got all these people that are looking after you but no one's really looking after you and she's talking to her about herself like then flash forward to when she doesn't get to make the decision to have a c-section and die everybody else is making the decision Jeez. for her because no because yeah. everybody who cares for her is out watching you know even her daughters out there who probably would have told her dad no wait save my mother so no one's there. She gets pulled down, you know, and then gets the C-section. She obviously dies. And showing can, out- we, can we talk about that damn scene? Jesus Christ. That was I'm wild. All, I'm all for going. Wild. I had to turn my head for that. And I don't want to watch. I don't want to see that again. But damn, like, <laughs> they went there. They I, they let everyone know quick. You know what I mean? Yeah, and it, even that I watched wild. when I did the rewatch today – at the very end, when you're streaming it, they do like their little breakdown with the director and producer and stuff. And they said that's what yeah. they wanted to do because in that very first scene when she tells Rihanna, like, hey, childbirth is our battlefield, they were like, oh, then obviously we're not going to have a big battle in the first episode of a pilot during a peacetime. So how can we do it? Oh, we got to throw this, this jousting tournament on and coincide that with the C-section to show how gory that whole scene was. And that was even after my man got his nutsack cut off for being a rapist from the from the yep. Knights Guard or whatever it was, the city in guard. The streets. Yeah, in the streets. So in the streets. Which uh, really, if uh, you got if you guys saw that uh what's his name? The the guy who has the what's the Dave, Darian Darian What's the uh, Damon? Damon. He's Damon. the one who gave him the gold cloaks. So that still is lasting 
through yeah. him 170 years later. So, supposedly, he's the ones who started them with the gold cloaks of the City Watch. So, I think my favorite scene in actually the entire episode, uh, it's going to sound weird because it is the birthing scene, but uh, <laughs> there's like one part of it where uh, I think Damon gets knocked off of his horse by the other guy from Dorne. Yeah. And they're like chop- or jumping back and forth between. Uh, him getting knocked off his horse and the baby being, or the C-section having yeah. the baby coming in. And I thought, like, the contrast of, like, the old heir is being, you know, struck down, but, like, yeah. the new heir is coming into the uh, of such a scene. Yeah. Now, did you also, the aesthetics of that tournament field, did you realize it was a vagina-looking shape as well? I did, oh. but I didn't realize that until I didn't know that. the second watch. <laughs> yes, yes. Oh, wow. So that was definitely, you know, they made that, again, quoting back to the battlefield, you know, her birth is the, you know, childbirth is a ba- their battlefield kind of thing. That's also aesthetic-wise to kind of tie it all together. But, you know, now the other one I'm going to touch, the dagger my man's holding are you guys are you guys in cahoots or agree? Is do you think that's the same one that Arya gets or the one that starts off oh, almost yeah. trying to kill Bran? It like, is. Has that been that same Valyrian steel dagger? It is. Yeah. Okay. It, I'm with it. It is. And now that, that well that you know I saw that at the end. Now I had to go look that up like yeah. quick. They someone came out with an article about it and they say it is. So I'm yeah. buying it. And I mean that you know that hooks me. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's. It's like, it's stupid, but I'm like, ah, hey, fuck it. But it is I liked a, it, though. It was a good nod. Yes. You know what I mean? Yes, a great nod. But then nod. you can also get that out of the way. Yes. A great I, I did like the nods throughout the whole episode, the parallels, at least acknowledging, <clears throat> hey, how much time we spent on the Game of Thrones, you know. Well, it's small. Go back to what we liked, you know what I mean? Yes. So, it was smart. They were kind of ringing the old bells, you know, when... It was in his prime, so yes. I mean, they. I mean, I, I trust they. Uh, they know what they're doing, yeah. and they know they got something massive on their hands. And that's so. and that's where I kind of had that's a little good news. a little more faith in it, and I was going all in is because they've sat for what four or five years and been ripped over mm-hmm. and over, and these and they brought back you know writers and producers that had done single and directors single episodes before, but never done a you know a full season as the other writers had. And so they knew what they needed to do to win people back. And HBO is famous for giving blank checks. Um, me- well, and they're a mess right now, too. So they yeah. need they need the Game of Thrones property in general to yeah. be massive. So. And, and I, think- I also thought they did a really good job of giving us those that fan service and those callbacks without having to... Uh, make it to where if you didn't understand or if you hadn't watched the previous Game of Thrones series, like you could still enjoy this. Yes. Um, I know a lot of yep. people that I was talking to about it, um, you know, trying to get people to watch, and they were talking about, oh, well, I still have like two or three seasons left in the old series. And I'm like, uh, nah, you can go ahead and check this out. Like, you won't be uh, lost, but there's still some really cool nods that you can see. Yeah. No, I agree. Like I said, the the small nods were, if like I said, if you hadn't watched, uh, even if you hadn't watched Game of Thrones yet, I'd say just go ahead and start this, and, yeah, and, and hit absolutely. this, hit this, hit these ten episodes, and then during a downtime, catch up on Thrones or catch up during the week because again, you don't need. I mean, it's it's prequel in theory, so you don't necessarily need to know all the background to understand this one. But yeah, oh. I mean, I am interested to see how they're going to take it 
with this time jump because obviously they're going to jump like 15, 20 years. And we know homegirl's best friend, Hightower, is getting with her daddy. Like oh, that's, yeah. You know, and, and, and so oh, let me go back. Let me well, go back to where – her dad's Jade Ball. Yeah, so so let me go back, Adam. We were we were gonna talk about a couple of theories here. You know, he's high towers are from Old Town, right? Old Town has the houses the Maesters. I just saw someone tweet this. Oh, and so him oh and, and the Maester was okay. the the Maester was the one who told the king we should the baby was breached and we need to have a C section. So then his wife would die. And then the maester was the last one holding that baby. You know, it seemed to come out pretty healthy. Now, childbirth at, at those times, we yeah. know, you know, it's, it's mimicking old ancient times kind of thing. It was still tough. And she did kind of parlay that she'd had some stillbirth, some other troubles with some other kids and stuff. But maester was the last one holding it. And for Hightower... And he played gloomy-ass music when he was holding it, too, yes, right there. Yes, and if he can get the, you know... The wife and a potential male heir out of the series, and then slide his daughter right in. Now, if she can give oh. him a male, then 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 we can have the conflict that I think that's going to come up in this season, if not this season, coming seasons for this uh, series. Well, not to mention, yeah, you know. Uh, oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, nah, you're good. You're good. You go. Not to mention, uh, Otto Hightower is definitely the one that's been the most adamant throughout the entire episode, especially at different points in the episode about how terrible Damon would be as the heir. Yeah. Like, it's kind of his driving uh, force throughout the entirety of the episode at least three or four times. Well, he also knows if Damon becomes the heir, he's immediately going to kill Hightower, send him off to the yeah. Night's Watch or whatever, because they're they're just two complete opposites. You know what I mean? So, but yeah, he, he's definitely been the most outspoken. And I think in one of those preview scenes, Damon pull, draws his sword on Hightower as they're up there on one of those, you know, draw bridges or whatever it may be. So I'm definitely looking forward to that. But there is the sleaziness behind Game of Thrones in my in my first watch. I just like, almost like you can, I just want to soak it all in and enjoy it. Then I'll go back second watch and kind of analyze yeah. and just that in the third. But exactly on the second watch, it kind of started... Okay, there's some more of that behind the scenes stuff that these guys are wheeling and dealing because, as his brother points out, he, you know he's a king that's, as Adam said, he is kind of a bitch. He has he hasn't had to deal with war. He kind of just lets people do whatever they want. The streets were running wild till his brother came in and went kind of crazy police brutality out there. But I guess it's got to be done. And you know, all he ever wants is peace, so he's just going to give the people what they want. Whereas the other two seem to want to rule with a little stronger hand, while his brother just he loves that chaos. I mean, it's like he thrives off the chaos, but he does. He the but he still kind of is genuinely loves his family. Like they're, I thought it was a perfect portrayal of brothers, right? Like you sit there, you love your brother, but you fight with them. You still got their back, but then all of a sudden they do that. You know, they do some fucked up shit where he was drunk up at, at a, a brothel, and then he said king for a day, and of course that's gonna. He knows how to. He knows how to push your buttons. You know, they, they yeah. foreshadowed it with Hightower when he was sitting there at the table. Oh, yeah. And he pushes Hightower's buttons, and then at the end he pushes his brother's buttons. Just to see, it's like he almost just wants to see what you're going to do so that he can make his next move off of your reaction. You got a Hightower. I, I like signs. Yeah, and he, you can tell him and uh, the guy whose wife was supposed to be the queen, yes. they chose the other one. Yeah. I, I feel like them two are kind of aligned already, at least in similar thinkings, against uh, old Otto. So, yeah. I mean, 
I think I think it's definitely uh, I think it's setting up nice, and I think it's setting up the standalone like as its own its own stories, yeah. like we were saying earlier. So I, I mean, I think. I mean, I think the king definitely dies, though. You know what I mean? I don't know how soon it'll happen, but, yeah. I mean, hell, he might die from whatever infection he has. I still think that might be in play. And that also... Are we thinking that's grayscale? Is it grayscale, or is oh. it... Now, they did give it the tip. Now, at the very end, when he's mad at his brother, he cuts his finger, and they do a zoom in on the Iron Throne, where it's kind of, like, got a pointy edge of a sword sticking out. You know, has somebody messed with that? Has somebody laced one of those pointy oh. edges with it? I mean, there are there are the flash forward you know, scenes that we see. He still kind of seems to be in some. Um, so I don't know, but it could be a, a final season. You know, a season, an episode nine or ten death per se. Uh, I haven't gone down the timeline of how long he's. I mean, obviously everybody eventually dies, but how has any of y'all have any of y'all looked at the? Um, that Targaryen family tree that was floating on Twitter the past couple days. I haven't I've seen actually it been yet. trying to avoid it. Okay. So yeah, you want like you, I kind of just want to I'm sure I'll, I'll see it on Twitter if it's on there, but like I, I'm trying to appreciate the like to go kind of like new show. I yeah. mean but I'm sure at some point I'll get all in. And, yeah, that, know, it, it, I just wanted to look it. at it to kind of get a gist of, I know it was 172 years, but just to kind of see where it is. And it, it kind of, at least you can see who ends up marrying who and how many kids they end up having and all that kind of stuff. So that is interesting because now I'm intrigued of how those storylines are come about. Um, and then I won't spoil with it. On oh, the, I'm going to de- definitely end up looking it up. Because it no, kind of it kind of throws you, you know, it, it's like I said, it shows you which cousins and family members get married and how that all dices up. I mean, we knew the uh, the Alicent is going to get with her dad and be the stepmom, and that's going to cause the major riff. And then, you know, obviously she's going to have multiple kids, and then someone's coming for her throne because you know there's probably a son that's going to be born there. Uh, okay, <laughs> seeing the family tree right now. Ah. Oh. You're looking at it? All right. Well, does Damon get with the, the niece? So it looks like, yes. Yes. But That's it looks like. set that up. But at first, I don't know if they're going to include it. Uh, Rayana and Damon marry that other, the, um, the other, the, what is it? The Valerians kids mm-hmm. first. And then it looks like Rayana and Damon get together. And they have uh, a set of kids, yeah. So I don't know, but Allison. The incest. Yeah, the incest. The incest is there. <laughs> yes, the incest is there. I know. I don't know how they're again. I don't know how far they're gonna you know critique or stray from that. And again, this could be what someone you know has put together, and it could they could fray off of it. But I think that's how Rihanna's gonna get back at her dad. By trying to then make sure she backs her brother for his, you know, for his rightful throne kind of thing. Well, I could also see the, you know, the dad dying in the suit, the daughter being like, you should have went with the brother. You wouldn't have died. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I, de- you know, back to, you know, I think my, on my stream we just hit the nutsacks getting cut off and then them talking the about it. <laughs> them talking about it in the old, the old court per se, 
Does anybody know what those those balls are that they set down on the table in those oh, saucers? Oh, those are really cool. I didn't know I if that was like, like a, a. I have no idea. Order type deal, like I guess if I maybe if I like lift mine or I place mine in, like it's my turn to talk or maybe something like that, trying to keep the order. But um, I thought it was really interesting. Yeah. I did too. I like when you. you pass the ball and it's my turn to talk you know yeah <laughs> yeah I, it's like kindergarten yeah it, yeah it was something that we had we didn't see in game of thrones but we saw here so obviously it died somewhere someone decides not to do the spinning ball thing there but it yeah it, it now that i'm looking at it, the person who's talking does kind of hold their <laughs> hold their ball on the table right there per se, <laughs> <so>. <laughs> but but yeah i you know Setting it up, who character wise, you, you know, Adams brought up the king possibly die. He thinks he's going to die. I think he's going to hang around a little longer. But who else do we think's on the chopping block here? Uh, early chopping block. Uh, so the Valerian family, uh, Corliss. Yep. I could definitely oh, see because yeah. he seems to. He seems to be kind of like a passive aggressive troublemaker in a way. Yeah. Like he he'll definitely tell like he stands up for things that he wants to say, but there's a lot of cutscenes of him. Like something'll happen and they'll just cut to him kind of like office style or like uh Parks and Rec style where he just not like looks into the camera, but he just kinda like rolls his eyes off to the side. Like I feel like those characters usually don't last for a really long time. <laughs> yeah. It's a hard world out here. Yeah. What about you, Lurs? I mean, obviously the king. Um, I mean, I don't see Damon dying, but that'd be like the shock factor one, you know what I mean? But then it's also like, I feel like they're not going to do similar things that Game of Thrones did. So, like, I don't – maybe the king won't die this season. You know yeah. what I mean? Or he'll die, like, next fucking episode or something compared to, like, <laughs> the penultimate episode. Um, I mean, I don't really know right now because, like, no one's made any true moves yet. Uh, I mean, Ohio are definitely – I mean, it's going to be beefing with people. So, I don't know, though. You know, I don't yeah. know yet. I don't know enough people – and I don't know enough people's motives to uh, think that. I mean, you would think Damon's kind of on a su- suicide mission, you know. He's yeah. ready to go to war. He just got kicked out. So, I, I mean, you know he's coming back. So someone someone definitely will die, I hope. Well, I, def- <laughs> you know? I definitely think with, you know, how they're going to flash forward 15, 20 years and all that stuff, that's where it's really going to get where, you know, the king has a new wife and she's pregnant and she may be having kids or whatever and he there's the new rightful heir, right, if it's a male. That's where I think Damon comes in and is like, wait, 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 wait. And that's where he maybe he's been off at the, the veil, which veil is known to save people and have killer armies. He's, he, he's training up his army and getting his stuff ready to, to make an attack and he takes his dragon with him. Supposedly we're going to see seven dragons, seven different dragons in this, you know, Seven blessings. <laughs> um, out of I suppose that there's eighteen total if you read the books and all that kind of stuff, but we'll get to see seven. You know, I also think it was wild how you know, unlike that first pilot episode, of Game of Thrones, first couple, it was like ass and titties and sex all up in your face. 
This one had a couple brothel scenes. We got Damon getting the back shots in. But oh, yeah. it was a it was a modest cut. Like it, it was, was an audience. Yeah, I mean it was yeah, he had an audience, but we see butt cheeks from her, we get a little bit of quick nipple. It wasn't We the, had a lot of we saw a lot more male at first. They, they started evening it out toward the end. But, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, I, I'm watching now uh, when they're doing the jousting. It is funny that the brother gives the guy's daughter the flower or whatever, and then he sends his daughter to have sex with his brother. So it's like <laughs> he definitely hates Damon. Like he definitely hates Damon. So, you know, as soon as that happens, that's, that's when it's – you're right. It, I mean – that's when it's popping off. 100%. Yeah. Well, a question for you guys: Would you guys think about the uh, uh, the guy that was jousting with Damon, the very last one, the guy from Dorne? I thought that scene was interesting because I think Dorne at this point is still a free state. Yeah. So I'm wondering how that plays into uh, ah. the scenes because and I mean, clearly he's trying to gain some favor there, but yeah, is free. Yeah, and I'm also wondering how, you know, the scenes it looked like, it looked like, was Al, you know, is Allison, is that going to be kind of like her true love? You know what I mean? Her side piece? But she also is going to sleep with the king because, you know, hey, it's what I got to do to keep the lineage and all that kind of stuff and stay on good graces. But he's definitely going to, I think, play a love role factor in, you know, somewhat uh, feeling a need, but... he's. He's absolutely dead if that's the case. Yeah. I think you're right. I mean, we'll definitely see him again. I don't think, like, this will be the last time we see him for a while. So, because they wouldn't have him do that with Damon at the end. I'm sure yeah. they're going to have to meet again as well. Uh, I think the guy, uh, the sister, the king's sister is going to play a big role in being a guide, too, to what's the main girl's name? I don't I know Rhaenyra? it's with an R. I just yeah, Rhaenyra. Rhaenyra, yeah. Because I mean, you see in the like season trailer, because that's what I did right after the episode. I, I I went back and watched the trailer for the whole season to kind of see how much they showed, and uh, I mean, you see her with the daughter with Rhaenyra quite a bit. So I, and she's the one that like should have been queen. Yeah. So I think she's going to play a big role in it as well. Yeah. And she might have a little resentment to the current king because he was chosen. So Oh, she absolutely does. The smirk on her face at the gravesite, uh, at the grave burning uh, was said it all. I mean and also exactly. you, you know, she, she I think it was because she gave the Baratheon her piece or whatever. I think it's her I think her mother's Baratheon or something like that. Her sister married a Baratheon, that's why they said cousin or whatever it was. But yeah, she having that knowing that she got looked over and then him you know, getting his wife and son killed, that smirk on that scene was wild to me. I mean, I thought that scene was played beautifully was for good. it to be a, a, a funeral, per se, um, with that. And it, gave, it showed a little light side of Damon as well. He's the only yes. one that even gives a shit yeah. about Rhaenyra right there. So, I mean, I think it's a lot of foreshadowing going into this pilot, which is cool. Yes. Um, but, yeah, I mean, that there's definitely going to... Well, like, obviously, we know family turmoil is why everything goes to shit. So, yeah. I mean, you can see the seeds being planted from this first episode. Yeah. Which is nice. And they can grow out a lot of ways. 
Ace. There's also a really interesting dynamic between Allison and um, Rhaenyra because I feel like it kind of sh- sets them up as far as being best friends. Yep. And so it's like, all right, she's about to go sleep with her dad, but mm-hmm. they're supposed to be homies. Yeah, like, I yeah. think that's going to be a really interesting dynamic that plays. Oh, I think that's what's going to really well, set it up. Yeah. I mean, there's that scene where it shows Allison has that dagger and goes after Rhaenyra when they're older. I don't know if you you saw that in the coming ups, you know, like that. I mean, obviously, if Allison's going to start sleeping with her dad, and then if her firstborn is a male, that's basically going after Rhaenyra's heir to the throne. So that's, I mean, that went from like, you be like, fuck that. Yeah, you know my darkest secrets. You, we grew up together. Now you're basically taking away everything that she's, you know, trained for. Now that her mother and her all her other brothers are dead, her uncle's off living it somewhere else because he kind of got exiled for a little bit. So. That beef definitely, like you said, family turmoil and going from best friend to stepmom. I mean, that right yeah, there. Is, yeah. At the beginning of the episode, I thought they might have been lesbians. So, I, I, I mean, you know, I, I, I thought you know that's what where I mean? was going to. Like, I, I really thought that. Like, not even trying to be funny. So, yeah. I mean, like, clearly, they're, clearly they're close, but clearly, Rhaenyra, you know, doesn't know. Like, I feel like Rhaenyra, when that happens. She's going to be completely betrayed, and then yes. obviously that's when their beef starts. Yes. So. Yeah. And we no. know that dagger dagger is going to make it no matter what. That's that, all. Uh, that, yeah. <laughs> that's right. The dagger won't die. Yes. I. But I mean, I, I'm with you, Adam, on that too. I kind of thought, is she, well, is she like by? Is she experimenting? Because then even you see Rhaenyra's face when the Dorn guy and. Uh, her brother or her uncle are fighting in that joust. She kind of gets excited, like she likes that yeah, battle. Yeah. She likes that excitement. Yeah. But then, like you said, you saw that scene where they're, you know, she's laying on her leg and they're studying or whatever, go, going over homework, whatever it may be. You kind of thought, oh, do they have a little bit? Maybe they're just teenagers, you know, curious teenagers kind of th- thing on that. But that could play another, you know, stack to the deck yeah. if, if somehow they are kind of like testing the waters with each other, knowing they can't ever really be together, but they had feelings, then if, yeah, on top of that, now you're going to go sleep with my pops, man, we got... a wilder dynamic. Yes. Yeah, like, they, like all these things they're setting up right now can go so many different ways to get to the end point. It's, it's awesome. I mean, it's awesome. Yeah. Absolutely. But yeah, that, I mean that, that and that and that again that dagger just in those scenes from the joust on in. I mean they made sure, hey, this dagger's sitting right here for you, just to let you know it, it survives 180 something years or whatever it may yep. be. So 200 years, but, but almost yeah. like a mini story in itself. Yep, yep. How it goes, and I and, well, and I, I'm sure because you saw they they want to build this universe out. So like yes. obviously if this you know, and somewhat decently, you know, and I think it will. Like they're gonna, they're gonna start pumping them out. So who knows what we get off this? So that that's what's cool about it being. It's like 157 years. Obviously, that's a long ass time, but it's not a long ass time per se. Like it could be longer. You know yeah. what I mean? So yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you could go all the way back to when they actually take over King's Landing with that big-ass dragon if you really wanted to. Like, you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. there's so much more they could go through in different side quests, per se, on this. But, yeah, it... So, do you... Back to the episode, that birthing scene, I did have to fast-forward through my second watch because that was... Out of all the other scenes Dude. we'd seen and they showed, 
that had to be right up there with some of the more grotesque. It's kind Ramsey of, Bolton. Right, yeah, Ramsey I mean, Bolton style. Yes, you know, it, that's it, the only <laughs> other thing I could really compare it to. Like, that was gruesome. And I'll I tell you what, that wouldn't have been on my bingo card. The most gruesome thing would have been a pregnancy. <laughs> yeah. So, talk about surprise factor already. Yes. No, no doubt. I mean, the cross between the knights beating each other to a pulp to then her thinking she's, like, just having a rough childbirth and then basically dying because she's got the C-section going on was a wild juxtaposition. But I thought they did it, you know, great. I mean, overall, like I said, I think this episode gave me about everything I was looking for for a pilot. You know, enough little Easter eggs here and there, enough of this, and then just the same old Game of Thrones, like, damn, did that really just happen? Like, again, they killed, like... it would suck if you're that actress. Like, you only got one episode and you died. And, one of the, you know, like, I want the check to be a little bit longer, a little bit bigger to make it long ways. But, man, she got did dirty, man. Yeah, I definitely would have yeah. wanted two seasons. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, like I said, we should have known from the jump when she was talking to Rainier and then when she was in the bathtub talking to her husband Hey, this is it, it, it's, it's going to be it for her. Like, there's no way she survives. Yeah, this you episode. could you could see that adding up. And I mean, I, I'll, I'll be honest, I didn't know if the baby would survive or not. Like, I was kind of thinking he would survive, and then yeah. next thing you know, you're at the funeral, and then you see the baby's uh, whatever the, the carcass, I guess. Yeah, I don't know, mummified carcass. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So uh, uh, that's when Catherine's like, "Oh, the baby." And yeah. Well, because you heard, uh, like, course. I thought, like you said, but, they did it, they shot it perfectly, where, like, the baby comes out, it's, it's screaming, it's crying, you're like, okay, it's good, and then obviously she's dead, and he's upset, and then all of a sudden that maester's holding it, and it starts, like, that gargling thing. And that music. And the music, and you're like, oh, wait, what? And then the first shot is the, you know, the corpse wrapped up, mummified of the wife, and then they do that kind of pan-turn shot, and you see the smaller one, and you're like, oh, damn. Uh, so. See, I kind of thought they were going to go a different route. I thought they were going to, the C-section was going to happen, but it was going to be a female. Okay. And so yeah. uh, it was going to be like, damn, I kind of did all of this for, like, it didn't get the results I wanted uh, being the boy. Yeah. I thought that's the route yeah. it was going to go, but yeah, that was going to step it up one way or another. Yeah. Yep. I mean, yeah, that was definitely in play right there, too. I thought... First, I was like, is it going to be a boy or girl? Then it was boy. I was like, all right. And I was kind of like, oh, I made it. Now what the hell is going to happen? But then, boom. Yeah. Good writing. Yeah, I was with you on that camp, too. I thought it was going to be a girl. And then they said, oh, it's a boy. I'm like, oh, okay. Well, maybe we're at least going to have this storyline. And then they pulled out the dead baby. And it was like, oh, shit. Like, damn, that's yeah. rough. And, again, that's another then, thing. Like now, said, then the dominoes fall. Yes. Then the Yeah. That's another thing for, like I said, we went in it as just, you know, cinema watching fans. We don't know all the lore. And so that kind of, like, yeah. I like not knowing too many spoilers because then I can kind of see how the story plays out. You know, you get those, it's funny the people in the comment section on our YouTube that are like, you know, just commenting all the, because the, they've read all the books and all that kind of stuff. And it's like, look, we're just trying to enjoy this thing here and there. I don't want to know the whole story. I've seen, you know, I kind of know how the timeline goes a little bit because I looked at that little, uh, family tree but i don't know all the intricacies and what leads to each scenario and how it plays out but it's definitely that was that was one of those surprise moments when that all happened i mean just well and by and by the end of the season you probably will you know what i mean like (laughs) so like 
it's only gonna advance with the more you know and then even if you know like certain things might happen or you know someone's definitely gonna die at a certain point like there's still a reaction of seeing it yes it's like when it's like i knew all the spider-men were gonna uh, i mean yeah i'm definitely gonna look into all that yeah now though i'm i'm gonna (laughs) i'm hooked yeah it's gonna go ahead and break the seal yeah. Like I said, I don't want to yeah. go too far down the rabbit hole yes. and un- undress Good. it all, but I at least want, you know, saw the that thing and, and the family tree and got through that. But, yeah, I mean, but yeah, back to the juxtaposition of just the whole thing of the mom not being able to make a decision, she's basically getting murdered right then and there as they're cutting the baby out is just, whew, that was wild, man. Just insane. Wow. I'll say, too, uh, going back to kind of the dragons, I feel like uh, like almost is a little more, like, personal with the dragons. Like, not like, like, as a viewer, I feel like I get more of the dragon. You know what I yeah. mean? Like, more of the, like, I, I, you didn't really see him with the big dragon till the end anyway. Yeah, that's so, true. like, seeing it that close and, like, around all the people and not killing them all, whatever, like, it's pretty cool. Yeah, and you must stink to high heavens if you ride a dragon because that was like the oh, first, yeah. the first two comments <laughs> that came out of people's mouths were like, oh, you smell like ass. Like, have you been riding a dragon? It's like, damn. Well, and it's like, how much ass do you have to smell like back then? Yeah. I mean, it's not like they had deodorant or anything. <laughs> That's very true. That's very true. Oh, But yeah, yeah I like that. As too, it's like we and, and it, it, they're more distinguishable too now. Like you could see the difference between Rainara's dragon and her uncle's dragon, like the red and then the, the the light sand color. So it seems like they are putting more into it, and it is more you know personable, as you say. I mean, they've got the saddles; everything seems to be rocking. And like Daenerys, where she's just you know riding it raw out there, kind of thing. So <laughs> it, it was. <laughs> but that's a really smile. <laughs> But yeah, it's you know, I think what was you, you went back to the, there was something I thought about too on the the dragon thing, but I could, it slipped my mind. But yeah, definitely uh it's it'll be cool to see how they unveil everybody else's uh, dragons as well. Oh, I thought the uh, kind of secret tidbit he tried to tell her at the end um, when he was kind of announcing that she was going to be the heir about uh, it's an illusion that they control the dragons and that like nobody else can find this out because it would end up being the fault. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and like I said, if you go back to even the more of the down your rabbit holes, so the dragons were initially like from Valeria or whatever it is, and that's where they fur and then like the Valerians and the Dar- and the uh, Targaryens got together and they were making their whole family and then they were both the ones that rode them, but then the the doom hit and that's when they got out, but the Valerians kind of stayed, and they moved to that island next to Dragonstone, and that's where the aunt lives with her husband. So, like you said, with the whole thing of the fire and ice and the different stuff, how did that play into it? And that would be a whole other story if you went down to it, but yeah, I, I like that throwback, that callback as well, and to me the biggest was the nod to the Promise Me like the promise me Ned, and then he was saying, "Promise me to her not to not to spill the beans." Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. They, yeah, they definitely gave us some fan service in the first episode. I dig that. 
but not not overly done where it was cheesy. Well, it did. Yeah, like it didn't interfere with the actual story being told. Like even the one at the end, like that's part of this story, I guess, as well now. But uh, like when when he gives her the dagger, yeah. uh, but it didn't take away from the story that they were telling. Like, if anything, it only added to it. And, I mean, quite frankly, the Game of Thrones fans needed some fan service. You know what I mean? Like, we need to <laughs> yeah, get fucked a little bit. especially after that last season. Yeah. Yeah, so, I mean, they, they needed to leave a good taste in everyone's mouth after the first episode, and I think it's safe to say they did. Yeah. I mean, it, it delivered on everything from the gore to the sex, to the politics, to the family troubles, and that episode one that, like you said, you kind of fell in love with Game of Thrones of just like, oh, did we really just see this happen on screen? Like, Well, I thought, I uh, just going back to like another callback, when uh, Damon's talking to his army and he's like, you're a bunch of hounds, and yeah. they're wearing, you know, the same thing as the hound, like, it's kind of yeah. cool, you know what I mean? I like, thought that was cool. They did, they did a good job. It's like, oh, yeah, but doesn't interfere you know boom so if they keep that up that'll be real cool too and i'm sure they will yeah i, I mean i think you, you have to kind of in a way to, to tie it all in and just like you said it was game of thrones was just a great show for a reason and if you kind of stick to some of those things that made it great you know i don't see how you could necessarily fail if you just stick in it and now they've got george r, r. martin in the corner you know it seems like yeah. they kind of strayed from him those last couple seasons so but yeah, I mean, it really I, and it doesn't it doesn't take much, quite frankly, right now. You know, it doesn't take much to make people happy. Like if you put out something decent, everyone's gonna love it. So. Yeah, that's very true. That's very true. I think it's just cool to see Westeros in a different aspect, right? A different yeah, a different lens, a lens that isn't run by Baratheon, Lannister, Stark. I mean, again, we got those tidbits when he's telling this. The, the song of fire and ice that's going to come right as he says that, you know, Rickard Stark goes and say, and pledges his, you know, loyalty to Rihanna and all that kind of stuff. So it's like those little things, seeing the Baratheon shields on some of those jousting guys, like they gave you a little bit here and there, but obviously this story is going to be more so about the Targaryens fucking everything up than it is every, you know, all the other stuff. One interesting thing, I don't think in that entire uh, stadium arena scene, we don't see the Lannister uh, sigil Agreed. at any point. Yeah, yeah, I'm pretty sure we don't. Yeah, no. yeah, and I, and that's what you know. Jerryanna brought that up too. I wonder, like, are they as rich as they are right now, or does that come in another fifty to seventy-five years? Right? Mm, yeah, gotcha. Like maybe they're a small house, right? Yes, now. that's what um, I was thinking. They wouldn't have been invited. Yes. And then uh, they, that perfect spinoff right there, yeah. right before like Cersei and Jaime would be like old enough yeah. to be cast or anything. They got a perfect time period right there to hit <laughs> on after that. I also like well, may, it, go ahead, Adam. Nah, you're good. No. Nah, I, I said just, it, it it'd be also interesting to see I have a big thing. How did the dragons get so diminished? Right? Yeah. Like we went from a time where there's a ton yeah. of them and I don't know if this I don't know how long this series tends to run, but they, you know, I don't think they're going to go the whole, all the way up to King Aerys' fall and Daenerys being born. They may do that at the very last, like a flash forward 30 years from now kind of thing or something, just showing King Aerys is being there or whatever. But what happens and how do they start, you know, is it the maesters like 
Oh, this dragon egg went missing because oh, that was the thing. I think Adam, I think you're onto it. You're, I think you're onto it. You brought it up about the you know the dragons. I thought it was interesting. They brought like they said when the when a Targaryen's born, they let them sleep in the crib with those dragon eggs because they think that's how you bond with them, and then they hatch them when the time's right or whatever it was. But that I, I'm really interested to see what happened. How do you? How does such a powerful group of people let something like that happen? And like you said, is it the Macers who are like? Oh wait, you had three. Oh no, those were no good. And they're like tossing them over the riverside or whatever it may be, or cracking them early, or destroying them to then make sure there are no dragons. Because by the time we got there, Daenerys had the last three that they knew of. So I really hope by the end of this series, however long it goes, we can get a hint of who is slowly making them smaller or doing whatever it is to to kind of hone them in and not make them as powerful. For sure. Yeah. What is the motive? I mean, the motive would be to take over, right? If they, yeah. You know, like if, yeah. The Game of Thrones. Yeah, and how? And the only reason the Targaryens are ruling it all is because if you try to attack them, they'll just pull their eighteen dragons in the air and say, "All right, let's go," and just flame everybody, right? So, how do you destroy the dragons unless you just got a killer army with it? You kill them when they're younger. You kill them when they're in the, you know, the eggs, and get rid of the eggs, and then that's kind of how you stop it. And I, I guess, yeah, the- or, well, or they fight each other. That's true. They fight all yeah. their own dragons yeah. against each other. Yeah. They fight each other. Kill each other. Yeah. So, and and so, I'd be interested, interested to see how you know is it? Yeah, is it? Oh yeah. You know that. Yeah. It like clearly it. There. Oh, yeah, you're breaking up a good little bit. Oh, there you are. Good, good, good. I don't know what you just said. (laughs) You're good. What'd you say? I don't know. (laughs) We were letting we were letting you come back. No, you were you were saying something. I was saying it was kind of get to the you know also to the point. Obviously, how. Are they extracting these dragon eggs or dragons, you know, getting busy on the side? Or is it just something that they kind of like, then does somebody go in and take them and put them in that little crate or whatever it may be? I don't know. That'd be something too. Or is it, come? they say they, yeah, the dragons they, come from a volcano? I don't know. So Yeah, they breeding them. Who yeah. knows? Yeah. Well, what were you saying, Adam, while you were uh, breaking up there? Honestly, I don't remember. <laughs> I lost it. One with the breakup loss and I'm trying to think of it right now. I feel like it was oh no, I know what I was saying. So like obviously the Targaryens like crumble from within, but it's like it'll be interesting to see how that happened, like who caused it. Like was it their own like hubris or whatever, like or did someone fucking set them up to infight? And obviously I think we're seeing that play out. So it's like a little more than just Oh, like the family button heads, you know what I mean? Like it's like this was, you know, all set up, and I think I think we'll see that. And I think, I mean, I think you're on to something big time with the Maesters and Hightower working together. I mean, I think that's I, I, I like that a lot. Yeah, I like that theory. Kind of adding to our Maester theory, it'd be really cool just to see them uh, interact in a way that. Uh, kind of disrupts power. Like I feel like their whole purpose is to kind of keep stability. Um, mm-hmm. It'd be interesting to see them kind of being like a Varys role, like when he was a spider. But the whole time he was like, "Yo, I have my set agenda. 
that I'm kind of influencing behind the scenes. It'd be interesting to see that from the Maesters. Yeah. And yeah. I mean, I, and that's the vibe I got. Yeah. And the yeah. scene that always sets with me is back in Game of Thrones when that old rackety old maester who always walked around decrepit and slow, when he got busy with that woman and it was moving fine, and then once he Ooh. paid her off and she left, and then he like put on his whole like charade yeah. of like being old and decrepit so he'd, he wouldn't be threatening to anybody, but he really does have an ulterior motive. And I mean, I think there's there's something definitely there. And like you said, Adam, I think that that final that scene where Damon comes in at the end and he's and his brother's kind of ripping him one for doing the you know air for a day type scenario. He he tells it like it is. His brother's doing is like, yo, your whole I'm here to protect you, but your high tower just keeps fucking you over. You just don't see it because he's such a trustworthy guy. And I think, yep. like, on your, to your point, what are the other factors here and who else is helping this dynasty crumble by doing some of these things? Because we always, you know, the little fingers, the Viserys, the, all them kind of guys, what are they doing behind the scenes to make their, to make what they want happen, happen? Yeah, because those are the ones that make the biggest moves. You know, yep. they, they, like, Littlefinger, for example, I mean, he kind of set everything off in the first place. Yep. So, I mean, I'm watching those guys like a hawk. Yeah. Absolutely, because the high tower now has got me on high alert because that guy yeah. just seems to be making again. He as soon as as soon as the the wife and the baby before they even you know uh, cremated, he's already sending a raven back to his homeland. Like, hey, yeah, we're about to make a play for this. You know, I don't know what he well, sent, he, but it's something. And he's willing to use his own daughter, so like he clearly doesn't give a shit about. Yeah her yeah because you know she, I mean? she's what send like, your own daughter to do that yeah and she's not even like of age like she's like a teenager you know yeah. early 20s cool. and and my man's got to be at least 45 Six. 50 i was i, I was thinking, yeah, 60, I was thinking 60. okay yeah so like yeah, that yeah like, all in all old saggy yes yeah, <laughs> yeah i mean to do that is basically you're basically just using your daughter as a pawn a chess piece you don't see her as anything else Besides, how can I make get more power in this Game of Thrones? Besides, oh, what do I have left? My wife's dead. I could give a rat's ass. But I can just slide this young virgin girl over here, ease up with the king after he's, you know, sad, and maybe we could, you know, change the, the power shift. Also, the, like, seduction method. She was like, yo, go get him a book. I was like, wait a second. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. I don't know what I'm doing. Wear your mother's dress. Yes, wear your... Yeah, yeah. 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 As, soon as, as soon as he said that line, it was like, oh, okay. This oh. is... This is... Oh. Wow. He's setting it up. Like, and her... The look on her face, like, she kind of got it, but she was kind of just also taken yeah. aback, like, oh, shit, like, you want me to do this now? Like... Like, yeah. And and it's just wild too, like the King's Guard, like that's just what they know, right? Like, oh, here it is. Just let this girl come in and all right, I don't know nothing. I shut the door, I walk, I stand here. It's don't over, hey, bro. Yeah, I didn't see shit. Like I'm just out here. If you swing a sword on me, then we can get to battle. But other than that, that's all I like he didn't even say like, hey, uh, you probably just the king needs to be by himself now. Nah, he just let her on in and <laughs> like and it's, also, that's why you got, a small, you got a small council meeting like the same day as the like yeah. he, yeah. he is ready for this to happen yes yes yeah oh yeah like you said he's playing the long like, game like right after it's done yes he's like we gotta talk about the air situation yeah. now that your air is dead like the uh, night of like literally the night of 
they cremated him, and he's like, we got to, yeah, he called that, that crazy meeting, like Cam said, it's like, wait a second, you, you need to give my man 24 hours to even, like, grieve. Not even 24. Yeah, and you already want to name, have, figure out another heir, and on top of that, I'm going to sit, a little bit later, I'm going to send my daughter over here to just get, to spend some time with you to set this up, like, he is all game, all trying to get his way and not Damon's way. That's what, you know. Yeah. Nah, him and Damon got a scrap. I got to see it. Oh, yeah. They definitely got it. I want to see Damon just cut his fucking head off. That holds bards. That actually would be a a death I think could happen that 9 and 10 area would be Hightower getting the axe in front of his daughter because they find out like he's been doing some treasonous shit. Like they find out he was the one who helped murder the baby or the mate or something behind the scenes and she's got to watch it similar to Sansa and Arya and them watching Ned get the old axe to the dome. Who knows? She might be like, he deserved it. He made me get pregnant by this fucking old man and all that. So, I mean, he essentially is ruining her life. So, who knows? Now, I will say... I think that's... uh, a comedy scene, sorry to cut you off, Lurs, because it just popped in my scene, when Damon's yeah. in the whorehouse and he makes everyone stop and the two people are in doggy. And yeah. They're just sitting there in the back. <laughs> they just stay there. He just stay there like, man didn't pull so- out, man's didn't like cover up anything. He just stayed there like, my man's giving that. a speech. Is he staying hard while he's sitting in there? Like, what's, like, this is just an awkward, like, uh, but they can't move because they know my man's crazy and he might just Chop your nutsack off right then and there if you move. So right here, <laughs> that was also, a wild, funny scene. It's in the middle of the orgy, bro. Oh yeah, I know. Yeah, he just it, we have business to do here. <laughs> well, it's like, and, well, and the, the the even funnier, he didn't even want to make the speech. One of the guys told him to make yes. a speech <laughs> during the middle of an orgy. Like yep. what the fuck? <laughs> I bet that's the fucking guy. I bet that's the guy that uh, snitched. I bet that's the guy that snitched right there. Ah, yeah. Yeah, Well, because, of course, it had to be somebody in there, right? It had to be somebody, keep your friends close, enemies closer, who kind of was like, who doesn't like Damon because he's he's an asshole sometimes. Like you said, Lurs, somebody from in there, the whores probably weren't saying shit to nobody, really. I mean, they were just, ah. But someone had to come up to Hightower, and then he said, I I corroborated with three other people, three or more sources. I mean, they set like you. That's a good point. I didn't even think about. It. They set him up to do that because somebody else told him to do it. So they knew where his headspace was. A bit of like a little finger situation where like little finger kind of uses the whores to gather information. Yep. Yeah, that's true. I mean, too. it could be. I yeah, mean, we see old mates. Yeah, they're getting uh, bang bang. And, that's true. Uh, I mean, we even saw, you know, they're watching Damon sit there in that first scene, and then he even takes one of his whores with him on Dragonback as he after he gets kind of banished to, you know, off to where's he got to go back. You're right. So I definitely think, yeah, Otto's got something. He may have maybe Littlefinger gained some of his stuff. I mean, it's 172 years, but that system of using the whorehouse as a place to pass messages or get, I mean, if. If all the main, TMZ. Yeah, if all the main people are going there and getting their pleasures knocked off, I mean, you can get all kinds of information because people are at their most vulnerable, per se. Yeah, somebody's well, talking to them. And clearly, they, they like money, so <laughs> cash, 
cash talks, you know. So always, always does. <laughs> I think we're definitely going to see some someone using them as a form, you know. I think. I mean, I, I'll st- I'll just jump that Maesters thing. I think is a home run. They're shady. Yeah. At least that one is. I don't, and I'm sure there's others, but it might be shady for the good of of the people. You know what I mean with yeah. the Targaryens. But either way, they're shady in the eyes of the Targaryens. Yeah. There's like you said, with them being at power for so long, there's got to be other houses across the lands that are like tired of just, damn, they got dragons, they're in rule. I want to be up there, but I can't be up there because they got dragons. Well, how can you do it? Turn them against each other. Exactly. Turn them against each other while also slowly killing the dragons, you know, because it's not like you can go an all out assault on 18 dragons at once. You got to do it slowly over a, a, a period of time. And that maybe is what we're going to see. So, but yeah, even you know, getting close, you know, hit the hour. But that final, the scene of just the uh, Hightower's daughter hugging Rihanna there at the end while they're getting dressed for her ceremony. Again, as we talked about, she's going to feel the ultimate betrayal after oh, yeah. after she's yeah after she's you know sleeping with pops because that to me right there would just fuck with you. They're altogether. setting us up. To hate her. Yes. They're setting us up to hate her. Yes, definitely. absolutely. And it's, like, interesting because you can even tell at this point in the story, like, she already knows what her mission or, like, what her goal in all of this is. And, like, to still see her, like, interact with her in a way. Like, most people, if you, like, know something, like, got bad news or something, it's like, all right, cool, I'm going to, like, stray away. But you can see that she's still trying to do her, like, best friend duties on top of all of yeah. Well, even, like, the scene just popped up. It, it pans to her as she's putting on the little cloak thing for Ayana. And you can see her face like, damn, she don't even know I was in her pop's chambers last night. Like, I don't know if she slept with him yet because it's still so new. But she kind of knows, like you just said, Cam, she's not stupid. She knows the game. She knows, damn, I'm going to have to, like, now possibly my dad just sent me to his chambers like ASAP. She's in it. Yes. Yeah. She's, she's in, in the she's game She's in the game. Now. Yes. And it, I think that's kind of ironic that both her and then at and Rihanna both entered the game, you know, at the end of the episode. At the same by, time. Yes. Both, yeah, okay. and both by the accord of their fathers. You ah, know what I mean? Yes. But ah. one's, one's in a bad way, you know, one's in a good way, yeah. per se. So, I mean, that's just another thing to look at this episode and be like, it was a well done. Yeah. Well done first episode. I think so. I agree. I liked it. I liked all I said. We've been over it, liked all the callbacks, liked how they did it. Enough fan service to go, oh, okay, but not overly cheesy. Um, yeah, looking forward to the next episode here in, what, about five days. So, Absolutely. Yep. Well, has anybody got any uh, final thoughts or final questions or before we hit end and we go to episode two next week? Uh, how many seasons would you guys reasonably like out of the series? Ooh, that's a good one. Here's four or five. Four or five. I, I just said I could, you know, you could take it to me, depending on how good it is, up until, like, King Eris kind of starts going mad. They just came out, and George R. R. Martin said he told them Game of Thrones should have been ten because they could have, again, that whole last season could have been almost two two seasons and it had been. I'll go four or five does sound nice, but I could, I, could, I could go for a seven or eight if it's good stuff. I mean, they've got... He, he wants to make it a world, like a Star Wars, like a Harry Potter, like a, you know, a Marvel, whatever it may be. Yeah. 
you know, I don't know where you particularly stop because you could keep telling this story for 10 years yeah. if you keep introducing people and how far they started back. Um, I mean, four or five seasons would be fine if it's solid, good television. I would hate, I hate when places rush through it. But I also hate yeah. when, when series hang around too long, like The Walking Dead, yeah. where they just start making episodes to fill, and you feel like you don't exactly. get any juice in it. So, Well, it's like funny, too, you mentioned Walking Dead, because like when Game of Thrones first came out, Walking Dead was going head-to-head with it. Like yeah. I was watching Walking Dead you know, live, yeah. and with, like, I don't even care about that show anymore, because they've butchered that so much. So, I mean, yeah, like I just would rather not... Uh, overextend its welcome but if it's good it, it won't so yes agree i mean either way i just could see like four to five and then like who knows daytime jump with those characters but there's another spinoff like That's all true. that and then they they come back to it down the road or yeah. whatnot so like we're gonna see like a game of thrones avengers endgame yeah style <laughs> yeah i think we've got a i got I think we got a lot of content ahead you know so what about you cam uh, I'm kind of in that uh, four, five, six range, preferably maybe five, because I think they could go with maybe like five seasons and then give us, like, as long as they're going to keep giving us different Game of Thrones stories, kind of like you guys were alluding to uh, earlier, uh, I wouldn't be mad with like five seasons and then we get Robert's Rebellion, or then we mm-hmm. can check in on what the Starks were doing at the wall when they built it, or uh, wherever you want to jump to, but... Uh, as long as they're just, like, substantial seasons, like, I get everything I needed out of these five seasons, and then we just move on to the next Game of Thrones story. Okay. Yeah, because I know they've got, like, a animated series working on it through HBO now. I mean, there's a ton of stuff they've got behind the scenes, you know, starting to plan. I mean, even Kit Harrington. Well, I think that Jon Snow thing's definitely happening. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. That's definitely happening. And. And that's that'll be huge, you know what I mean? Everyone will love. They might wait a little longer to go back to that. Still, yeah. you know what I mean? But I think that definitely gets made down oh. the road. It, with Kit backing it and how much money he made them, they're at least going to throw him a bone of one season. And like you said, well, they, they don't know. have to. And yeah. they, don't, they don't have to rush it too, right? Like they could take another six to seven years before they drop that thing, and they'll have plenty well, of it. So. They'll they'll throw Arya back in at, like for an episode, you know, like yeah. or like maybe the second season, you know, like they'll do a bunch of that with Speaking that. Speaking of so. Arya, I kind of want a spinoff series of like <clears throat> Arya coming back from Bravos, where like because like the way the her situation ends in Bravos, like she's like all right, like she's like she's talented, like she's cool, she's nice, but then like when it jumps to I guess season eight. And she shows up at uh, the free. Like you can, there's like so much growth you can tell. Like happens in that time skip as a character. Oh, I kind of want to see like what happened in that time period. Yeah, I, I mean, sign me up. Yeah. Any Aria content, I, I'm all for. <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, the only thing I got left would be if you haven't joined our Pick'em League yet, Yahoo Fantasy Pick'em. Uh, ID is 3969, password beards, all lowercase, so get in on that free. Pick all the NFL games all all season, all the way up to the Super Bowl. Winner gets a T-shirt, trophy, all that good stuff. So, And then Survivor starts in uh, about a month, so we'll have that fantasy uh, fantasy game going as well. But, it's going to yeah. be chaotic. It is. I think I'm going to have to jump on Survivor Fantasy. I've never watched before. You need but, to. 
My, the, I've seen how much fun you. It'll make had. you watch. Yeah. it'll make you watch. It'll it, it definitely uh, gets you into it a lot. And, and, can't, and it, it, actually, to back up Adam's point, the guy who won it, my sister, you know, my sister, her boyfriend Logan won it. He hadn't watched in twenty years, and then he just played. He just picked six people. Still ended up winning, but as the season started, as Adam Brick preluded to, he was like, "Oh well, let me. I'm a little invested now. Let me at least watch." And now he's Ooh. all in on it as well. So even you don't have to know anything, and it's all new. We don't really know any of these people either. You just pick your six people. I can send you the rules when it gets close to it. And then, like I said, it's just like to me, it's gonna. We're gonna have NFL on Sunday or NFL Thursday, college football Saturday, NFL Sunday, Throne Sunday. Football Monday and then Survivor Wednesday. It's going to be a time to be alive. I mean, September, October, November, man. It's going to be fantastic. That's it. That's it. Tons of it. So, all right. Well, I appreciate y'all stopping by. Hopefully, we can get you again next week, Tuesday. And like, comment, subscribe, all that good stuff. Lurs, man, how do we end the pod? Peace.